0: gentlemen welcome back to podcast reading i'm your host jermaine colomendez this is will be conspicuously absent of he's here with us but he will not be speaking or parts things change uh this is i've how are you doing this evening nick
1: thank god I think interns should be seen nine but not heard ever oh, and it's the, the big ahead you know? it is it is it is hard to is behind the scenes today he's behind the glass if episode eighty five I'm doing good we got a good the model last week was awful awful I lost most of my bets, but it was, we'll talk about that in week nine we'll, of week ten, and then our head-to-head bets of week. Oh, let's talk about the World Series.
0: Oh, wait. All right. I, I'm. Uh, I'm all right. Is, uh, Everyone says baseball is already happening for baseball. So is it really over? Well, the free is- free
1: agency. I, I think. I think has that a lot of other. It seems that or like what baseball doesn't have that. A lot of sports seem to have kind of an off season. Baseball doesn't really have that. As soon as the season ends, you basically have to start giving contract agents in terms of qualified offers. Signing free agents pretty pretty much right off the bat. The Danny from the from the Yankees, he's the first been signed. So baseball doesn't wait, really wait, ever
0: already signed someone?
1: Yeah, Andrew Henney. Say it again. Andrew Henney.
0: He's a brother?
1: I don't know if he's Chad Henney's brother. Their last names are spelled differently, so I would assume not.
0: No, I- <laughs> Did picture? He, he was a, he anything?
1: was he was a reliever for last year, but he was very good. The year before. years before that.
0: Okay. uh So typically, I'm never surprised. Like if that was, a would to see him yeah. sign already. But if, like, it's you so say I, it all I, the time. In the arms?
1: Yeah, I I don't I don't think say the first free agent has been signed, but I doubt any of the hundred plus million guys. Carlos Correa. Whoa. Uh, Trevor Story. None of those guys. Remember.
0: Yeah, we're, we're in danger as well, aren't we?
1: Kind of. CBA yeah, is coming up, and that, you, you know how it was with with basically the...
0: Game, the, pain. Well, the
1: owners didn't want to sign this coming up CBA negotiation. CBA negotiation will happen closer to the season. It won't see, period. In terms of actual, where we'll see it impact the free agency market, you'll probably see the storm over. In terms free agents probably won't get they would get in previous years get signed at all and would have and have to play on now obviously that you know the top 5 guys like carlos correa is probably going to you know 99% going to get signed Corey seeger is 90%. trevor story is 99% going to get signed
0: not the yankees though yankees have come out they don't have interest in him
1: anymore in trevor story down year cuz he had a down year that's why they that's why you didn't see the ra- trade him at the deadline
0: yeah he's in my opinion, he's the best free agent because you signed that guy baseball team, right? Have to imagine he's coming back to form base, right? Like years past performance.
1: Good average hitter, but he can hit a lot of home runs. One of the best defensive shortstops in baseball.
0: Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it feels like he- when I saw that five, five of them, that's what you get for not winning a playoff games. You pieces of- um,
1: I, I would say, I want to say that Trevor Story is the best free agent, but when Marcus Simeon and Carlos Correa are also in, their offense in the last couple of years kind of is they would give more value to a team than a than a Trevor Story would would give.
0: Marcus Simeon is a second baseman. I
1: thought he played shortstop this year, didn't he?
0: No.
1: I, didn't they have Bo Bichette at? Uh, I thought
0: it was the other way around. Maybe I'm mistaken. I was a second baseman, but I could be. And Bo
1: Bichette was the shortstop. Hey, yeah. Maybe we're both wrong. Maybe you-
0: Simeon played third.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so, but is he one of those players? Who, he starts in multiple positions, so it's kind
1: of... Simeon?
0: Yeah, was it 106? But it was like, was it 100 he played other positions, or was it... I mean, we can
1: look it up. on Let's do that.
0: Also, isn't Corey Seager a shortstop?
1: Corey Seager is a shortstop, yes.
0: Yeah, so Trevor Story ain't even...
1: Yeah. He might you might he might be being pushed out of the top five. Yeah,
0: I'm he
1: played uh yeah, you're right. He played 147 games at second base. He played twenty one.
0: Yeah, of course. I'm uh right.
1: he's played shortstop first for six years in Oakland, so that's probably why I'm he played shortstop.
0: Yeah, because remember, um that was part of my uh man, what's his name? Ramirez trade. My Ramirez trade was they would probably lose Simeon, so they'd need a second baseman.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, but I okay, so so before we go into this free agency discussion, we're kind of putting the cart before the horse here. The Atlanta Braves are World <laughs> oh. Series champions.
0: Oh, we crowned a champion? Who cares? We crown a champion. Free agency here.
1: <laughs> since 19 the first time since 1995, the Atlanta Braves are World Series champions.
0: Yeah, you sent me something. You sent me 11 11- Different teams have won a World Series since two thousand.
1: It it is it, it is almost and I don't know about the other sports because I, I didn't look it up. Sorry, sorry, this was more of a more of an amateur podcast move here. And I and I apologize for it. But since two thousand, these are the teams that have won at least one World Series. The Angels, the Astros, the Braves, the Cardinals, the Cubs, the Diamondbacks. The Dodgers, the Giants, the Marlins. Who oh, The Marlins have won two, by the way. How shocking is that?
0: That's not that shocking. Those teams were actually really good.
1: The Nat. Well, no the the Marlins actually did something that nobody's ever. And I I hate that they use the new Marlins logo in here because you need to use the old Florida Marlins logo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the the Nationals
0: was trash.
1: The Nationals, <laughs> the Phillies, the Sox, the Royals, arguably before the Nats, the worst team to ever win a, a World Series. Um, the, the Nats
0: team was good. I don't want
1: to hear what. It the White Sox and the Yankees. That's for for those of you keeping track at home. Since 2000. No, that's actually 22 seasons if you include the 2000 series. Okay. 22 years. There's only been 11 winners of the World Series.
0: Are you saying only as a good thing or a
1: bad thing? I'm saying only as a bad thing. But then again, I can't really verify it against professional sports because I didn't look up other professional sports across that timeline.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would say it's not much better in basketball, so you had the Lakers, Pistons, Spurs, Celtics, Heat, Mavericks, right? So, uh-huh. all right, let me let me start again because I wasn't counting. <laughs> you can help me out here with the counting. I was just naming and shit, not counting. Yeah. <laughs> all
1: right. So, so I think I, here's the teams that I, that Jermaine <laughs> thinks won a title.
0: <laughs> all right. So Lakers, Spurs, Pistons. Okay. Right then, you have Heat, Celtics, Lakers, mm-hmm. Mavericks. Then you have the Heat again, but we've already said them. You have the Spurs again; we've already said that. Then you have the Warriors, Cavaliers. So that's nine, right? Okay. Cavaliers. Okay. Then it's the Warriors a little bit more. Okay. Then you then you have the Raptors. That's ten,
1: uh-huh.
0: right? And then the Lakers won again. And then you had the Bucks.
1: Okay. So I'm just making sure you got it right because I wasn't paying attention to what you were listing. And I, I just pulled it up on Wikipedia. The Lakers, the Spurs, the Pistons. I said those. The Heat, the Celtics. Set.
0: set yep. Set in that order.
1: The Mavericks.
0: Set in that order. The, oh, the you Cavs, froze. The, A- Cavs, A- the A-
1: Cavs, A- Cavs, A- Cavs, Cavs, A- Golden State.
0: Hey, A- you froze at Mavericks, my guy.
1: Did I? Yeah. The well, yeah. I I also just stopped talking
0: because oh, I was man. looking
1: at the list. Warriors, uh, Cavaliers, huh? Raptors, Bucks.
0: Yeah. So, so that's so that's
1: nine teams in twenty. That's, that's nine teams in twenty one years.
0: No, no, no. It was I thought it was eleven.
1: How's it eleven?
0: Yeah. Did I count teams twice?
1: Lakers, Spurs, Pistons, Heat, Celtics, Mavericks. Warriors, Cavs, Raptors, Bucks. Ten.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah. ten
1: and so ten in twenty two years. So Okay. So the NBA is worse. Let's look at let's let's look at the NFL. Well,
0: it's Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> right? Patriots. It, maybe
1: maybe baseball is the most maybe baseball is the most diverse championship team.
0: Uh no, NFL is is that it's Ravens, Patriots. Packers, Steelers, Saints.
1: Uh, well, here, I'll, I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll read them off.
0: I like doing it from memory. But no, I...
1: Ravens, Pats, Raiders, Steelers, Colts. Oh Jesus! Then literally, Pats, Steelers Colts Pats, or literally, Pats, Steelers Colts Steelers Saints, Pats Ravens the Broncos.
0: What about the Saints? You didn't say the Saints.
1: Where did they win at? Oh, not. Oh, I've been reading them off wrong. Hold on. <laughs> Too much well,
0: alcohol on this podcast. Hold on.
1: Okay, yeah. hold on. I All right, I got it now. All right, everybody, everybody, hold on. <laughs> everybody, hold on. <laughs>
0: Hold so the fuck up. I was sitting over here confused. Like you Hold were on. The teams. I was like, what? <laughs> Calm down.
1: <laughs> All right. Ravens, Patriots, Bucks. Patriots, Patriots, Steelers, Colts, Giants, there we Steelers, go. Saints, Packers, Giants, Ravens, Seahawks, Broncos, Patriots, Eagles. Pats, Chiefs, Bucks.
0: So thirteen.
1: So thirteen.
0: Uh, so NFL is the best. Yeah, so MLB is par for the for the course.
1: Well, I think NHL might be the best, right?
0: NHL is chaotic, but I don't. I well, don't know. I don't, know. I don't think. That, I don't think it's it is not going to be that much better because the Blackhawks won three, the yeah. Kings won yeah. two. The, NHL might the, be the worst. The, the Penguins won three. Yeah, I I would say the NHL might be the worst, but we'll we'll All count right.
1: them out. All right, you counting?
0: I will, I count.
1: Devils, Abs, Red Wings.
0: All right, 3.
1: Devils, Lightning. 4.
0: 2005
1: canceled. <laughs> can not can we put cancellation in there as a champion? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hurricanes, Ducks. Uh Red six. Red Wings, Penguins. Blackhawks, Bruins, Kings, Blackhawks, Kings, Blackhawks, Penguins, Penguins, Capitals, Eleven, Blues, Twelve. (laughs) Yeah, so the NBA sucks.
0: (laughs) NBA NBA is the
1: least diverse champions. So, but this is all right. So, so I guess I, I guess I was bitching about nothing really.
0: Yeah, that's what I was confused about. I thought it was a good number. And then when you said that you didn't agree with it, I was a little confused. But this this is an indictment on the NBA. This is what we say all the time. It's like whoever has the best player in the National Basketball Association is most likely going to win the championship, right? Yeah. Right. We say this all the time. Right. LeBron is always in in contention. Right. And Mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Shaquille O'Neal. Right. You have the off year where the Pistons won. When the Mavericks won, Dirk Nowitzki was the best player in the NBA. Yeah. Right? Kawhi Leonard was coming into one of the best players for the Spurs, but they still had Tim Duncan, so it was kind of this amalgam of best players. Ooh. Right? And and the Spurs got – I mean, the Heat got rocked by that. The Warriors had the unanimous – Didn't
1: somebody th- sing, a, sing a song about that? Black Betty Amalgam?
0: <laughs> now, that's, a, that's something else best sound in the world
1: <laughs> it's a high quality joke right there
0: that is that's clever it's almost as good as me using amalgam and just that is, yeah, no, conversation. It's a little bit
1: less a little bit
0: less. Than <laughs> so then you had Steph Curry with the unanimous MVP yeah right then you had Draymond Green suspended so LeBron was able to win it with the Cavs not and punch then you had KD come in right Mm-hmm. shift the landscape player movement forever it might not ever go back to loyalty uh <laughs> warriors win two losing the finals in the third and it took a rash of serious injuries you know we haven't seen clay play since that
1: since that final yeah
0: yeah since that finals and kd's come back and somehow is better fuck that guy <laughs> and then you had uh, Kawhi Leonard with the Raptors and Giannis, like you can directly correlate to best player in the league in that season winning the championship.
1: Okay, well, yeah, well, the, yeah. but uh, again, cart before the horse. The Atlanta Braves are World Series champions. <laughs> Good for them. They beat the Astros, so we didn't have to listen to the Astros fans for a year. Go see, we can yeah. win without cheating. Yeah, it's almost—it's it's it's, almost relieving.
0: It's more poetic this way for yeah. them to get this close, and then has to be like, "Hey, <laughs> like, what's that dude's name from The Simpsons?"
1: Ralph or Ralphie?
0: No, Ralphie is the nervous kid. You sure? Yeah, the bully is who we're thinking of oh i don't ralphie know. is a nervous kid he has a little string oh on yeah his that forehead. i'm
1: in danger
0: no, i'm in danger yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, <that's>,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh what is the nerd what is the what is the i keep coming back season? to
0: wilson and i don't know if oh I'm it
1: might about. be it might be wilson that's a good i that's don't know if that's i good. love i love how literally on the podcast where where it's nelson 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 now, his name is nelson mandela Munts. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love that the simpsons are some sort of humor the, like uh, like old simpsons i yeah. love that i love how this podcast where we need eric the most he's actually silent and not able to look anything up he's i know he's, in the he's
0: actually super busy in the background we and you really and i are like
1: we're like what is that like look up <laughs>
0: We've stopped so many times to look stuff up, <laughs> like count out listed champions.
1: <laughs> so the Bra- the, the, uh, the Braves are World Series champions for the first time since the '95 rotation of Glavin, Maddox, Smoltz, and Steve Avery. And shout and, out,
0: shout out, Chipper Jones, bro.
1: Yeah, and it's and it's awesome to see. I honestly, um,
0: if there's ever a team that I w- see win a World Series and I'm not annoyed about. It's the Braves.
1: I, it's almost classic bait. It's almost like classic bait. Like they were so good for so long, and they just didn't win World Series.
0: They it was like the Detroit Tigers. Oh, the the early two thousand or sorry, early twenty tens Detroit yeah.
1: Tigers. Yeah.
0: Oh man, so they they won one title and dominated the entire nineties. You know how yeah. crazy? It's almost like Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly should be respected as one of the best quarterbacks in football.
1: Well, I think it's coming around to that now. I think Jeez. as 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 people as 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 the generations see the stat lines and forget the rhetoric around Jim Kelly losing four Super Bowls, they they begin to respect Jim Kelly the the player.
0: Four straight though.
1: <laughs> yeah, four straight. When's
0: the last time we saw a team get to four straight Super Bowls? Yeah, that's what it's. It's unheard of to hear a team win back-to-back nowadays, right? Like, winning back-to-back Super Bowls is insane. But going to four straight, Kansas City, three AFC championships, two Super Bowl games, one Super Bowl title, they look shell-shocked right now.
1: I wonder how much money you could have made betting against the Bills.
0: God, that's a good question.
1: Because by that time, by by Super Bowl number four, Vegas had to at least give them a little bit of juice back. Yeah,
0: Vegas, Vegas is like, come on, Buffalo, please. <laughs> so Eric chimed in, uh, shout out, shout out, Eric. He said, "No Super Bowl wins, but he whooped Cancer's ass. So he's the best quarterback ever. He's the only quarterback to win against Cancer."
1: Well, hold on, don't don't say that too loud. Tom Brady might hear him. He might hear you. <laughs> There's, Tom a team, there's a team that Tom Brady hasn't beat?
0: Tom Brady's going to go get cancer just to get a W. Just, just to it. <laughs> Dude, I, I beat this drum all the time. I was just like, look, I know Jim Kelly didn't win it because his kicker or his defense or, you know, just something went wrong in that game. But he made four or he four was facing
1: or he was facing a team with Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, and Larry Allen.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. He made four straight though. He literally dominated year after year after year after year.
1: it's almost it's almost statistically improbable that he didn't win a Super Bowl.
0: It, it is. It is. It is. It's insane. But I love to beat that drum because Jim Kelly doesn't get enough love. I think he needs more love. You don't make four straight without being a terrific fucking quarterback.
1: Very true. But I think what we're trying to give right now is we're trying to give love to the Braves and their 90s team because they were the Buffalo Bills of baseball.
0: 100%, yeah. But
1: it is is good to see – it is good to see – you know, a, a, a team we grew up with that was a dominant team that has kind of faded in recent years. Really since Chipper left. Really yeah. since the early 2000s. The Braves have not been the Braves of the 90s.
0: Chipper retired in what, 06, 07?
1: I want to say it was later. I want to say it was like 2010.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? No, that, I'm mixing him up with fucking Cal Ripken. So maybe I don't. Let's see. Chipper Jones. Um, oh, 2012.
1: Oh, you boy! Yeah, dude, he Holy played long. He played shit. 19. He played 19 years. He made the. He, here's how. Here's how crazy. You want to talk about steroids? <laughs> and actually, and actually, and actually, people ha- people are actually handing out handing out just like just stupid awards. In in 2011, when Chipper Jones was 39 years old, he made the All Star team. In 2000, <laughs> here's here here was his stats. Well, I, well, he made the All-Star team. I can't I can't give you his I, I can't give you his uh his stats at the All-Star break. But in 2012, he was 32nd in MVP voting. That means one person
0: voted for him
1: gave Chipper Jones a vote. Literally, one person gave Chipper Jones a vote.
0: Sit down, LeBron. You're hurt. Why are you talking to the ref?
1: One person gave him a vote. His stat line that year, 287. Not bad. 14 home runs, 62 RBIs, and he got one vote for MVP.
0: Yeah, but at 39, you kind of deserve that
1: vote. Well, he was 40. Yeah, he was at 40. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Like that's. Look, you just told me a 30. Or sorry, he was 40. 40. Internet, he was 40. Yeah. Me. He he hit 287. What is my biggest complaint about baseball right now?
1: He had a 2.8 WAR too. That's pretty good. My by, the way, by the way, by the way.
0: People can't hit for average anymore.
1: What's the biggest amount you think Chipper Jones ever got paid in his career?
0: Oh, it's not high at all. No what's way. The, what's
1: the biggest amount you ever think?
0: Single-year earnings?
1: Single-year Single earnings, yeah.
0: Single-year earnings, I think earnings. Chipper Jones made $12.75
1: Almost. He made $16 million mm. In a year that he hit 296, had 21 home runs and 72 RBIs. Yeah, After- he was...
0: He was the reason why people are getting paid. <laughs>
1: After price. a year that he had 30 home runs, 96 RBIs, and no, hit 248. But before that, six years before that, he had over 100 RBIs and over a 300 average.
0: Dude, you're Chipper Jones <laughs> just, is one of I'm, my I'm, all-time favorite players. So Chipper Jones, Cal Ripken Jr., Alfonso Soriano. Good to you see you nomar garcia nomar Mar- garcia
1: uh para nomar garcia para. oh my and you, god you I didn't it. say it the right way it's nomar i
0: was i i was just like he's gonna say it with a boston <laughs> accent nomar garcia i I'm not, i hate boston they are racist <laughs> and they can eat a fucking dick for all i care are uh, you froze, LA dodgers
1: man. like la dodgers nomar LA Dodgers Nomar when he was married to Mia Ham, that was peak Nomar. not good not, not 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 good baseball playing Nomar, but just peak like ability Nomar. He was a hero we needed at that point.
0: What year was that? Oh Jesus! Was that before he went to Boston? No, oh, no, that was, way that, was after. After.
1: that was that was after. That was way was, after when he
0: was it, when he was heavy in the ass. You know, yeah right?
1: that yeah, that that was when he wasn't playing a lot of shortstop. <laughs> if, you get, if you get what I mean? Yeah, that was that was two thousand six to. I was gonna st- Nomar thirty thirty two to thirty to thirty four. Oh Nomar.
0: man, I was gonna say two thousand. No, Nomar,
1: man. no. Although Nomar in two thousand six was an All Star. Thirteenth MVP voting hit three hundred three. So well, yeah,
0: that was his last good year. Yeah, it was and his and, last good year. And <laughs> if Mia Mia Ham kept giving him the business and he showed up tired the rest of the Well life.
1: yeah, dude. If she was giving you the business, dude, Nomar had a minus one point <laughs> seven defensive war the next year. Yeah, dude. That's first what happens all, when you get Mia Ham's home cooking. First of all, Mia
0: Ham. What a babe. Can we she talk was about amazing. can we talk about
1: I love the I, I, I love the success of the US women's national team now. But the 1999 team is seared into my brain. It's still the best team ever. It's still the best team ever. I don't care how many titles or won. I don't care if they win the next 14 titles. 1999 is still the greatest team of all time. It's untouchable how good they are. <laughs>
0: untouchable. Mia Ham.
1: Welcome back to Podcast Room Three Hundred Three, where we tell you what we're going to talk about, and then for thirty minutes, don't talk about any of it. (laughs) This is what we do here, bro. Seldom, seldom we mentioned that the Braves were World Series champion once, and they were like, "Remember Chipper Jones, bro?" But we've been talking about the the Braves
0: winning again has taken us back to the nineties. It's so the Braves winning. This is what we wanted when the when we p- predicted a Braves Red Sox World Series. We wanted this time capsule. This time capsule of the Braves has taken us so far back. We're talking about Mia
1: Hamm, who hasn't been relevant since the nineties. But, but see, but we connected them through Nomar. See, we didn't even we didn't even mention <laughs> Mia Hamm. You and we didn't even. You just brought it up organically because you were like, Nomar is one of my favorite players. Yeah, remember like, remember like Javi Lopez? Andrew no, Jones.
0: Oh, Andrew Jones, I remember. Like That, that Braves baller. team.
1: Man. I tell Dude, you,
0: what. I was a big Braves. I had a Braves Jason Hayward jersey. No, no, no. I was a no, big no. Braves fan for a while. You
1: are a big Braves fan.
0: Yeah, I guess I still am, yeah. I mean, I'm I, I'm a Cubs fan, but I for sure rooted for the Braves. That's my NL squad.
1: But you, but everybody who is not an NL East fan, I feel like defaults to the most likable team in the playoffs. And guys like me, who don't see our teams in the playoff very much, <laughs> like likable teams. And the Braves this year were just the best. the The team among just scurvy and ruin and the the Cardinals, the Giants, the Dodgers, the Brewers, bro. The Cardinals
0: hacked the Astros, right? So they're forever cheaters. The Astros had the sign stealing scandal. They stole, they
1: stole sweet sweet Nolan from me.
0: The the Red Sox had the sign stealing scandal. The excuse me, the Yankees had the sign stealing scandal. It was nothing but cheaters this year. And instead, you had the Braves who you and I in July rode off. Acuna Jr. torn ACL. Ozzie Albies beat the fuck out of a woman and should never play baseball. again. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Marcelo Zuna. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Yeah, don't bag, don't bag Albies like that, dude. Albies was a prime time player. The- You're talking about Marcelo Zuna.
0: I was thinking <laughs> Albies because he just torched the playoffs. <laughs> Not, I met. Oh no, no. I met Azuna. <laughs> Ozuna, the ex Cardinals player. Yes,
1: that's what you meant.
0: That's what I meant. In That's my, why
1: the anger was there and you were just picking at random things. It
0: was just vitriol, bro. There was no knowledge. It was just searing, blinding two,
1: anger. Two bro. thoughts collided and out uh, came <laughs> uh, Ozzy Albies. No. I he's
0: hate he's you, a- you <laughs> terrific baseball player. Yeah, no, what dude, did you Mar- torch the playoffs? Marcel Ozuna beat the fuck out of his wife. She, honestly, should. Look, if you hit a woman as a man and she didn't hit you first. You should not be playing professional sports. You should not be paying, be getting paid millions of dollars.
1: Uh, first of all, I think if you get hit by a woman as a man, okay, like unless she's like Ronda Rousey, or like yeah, has even, some like fighting. Even, okay, like, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, just grab her, like you, you know, like you know inherently you can oh, you you can just by sheer body mass and power, if you hit her, it's gonna be stronger than if she hits you
0: yeah but i mean multiple follow-up shots if she keeps striking you you can get knocked out like i don't care how small she is
1: That's true very true
0: look my thing is is like don't throw a, a, don't hit somebody if you don't expect to get hit, hit back and with that we'll transition into marcus morris versus the Jokic brothers thank god
1: I was like dancing on the edge of of cancellation. Of no, that.
0: no, no! Look, I'm never advocating for hitting a woman. I'm very <laughs> no, much against it. I know. I, I, know. I, I, I was just saying, like, if you get hit first, you gotta defend yourself. That's so literally is it, what every parent is taught since the beginning of time. Is it? Is it
1: true? Is it true that um they created a Twitter account just yes. to tweet at yes. mar- 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 Marquise Morris.
0: All right, so for those of you who don't know what I'm oh. talking about, Marcus Morris,
1: national treasures, sp-
0: sprinted into Nikola Jokic at half court, sprinted into him, body checked the fuck out of him, threw his shoulder into him for no reason. It was Jokic on the fast break. No one was in danger of scoring. Morris just sprinted into him and hit the fuck out of him. It's It was a good foul. Like, I'm not saying it was a bad foul, it was a good foul, stopped the break. But he turned around like he didn't do anything. And Nikola Jokic was on the floor, got up, pissed off, as any, as any grown-up would be, which is what we were just talking about. If you get hit, you're going to be mad. <laughs> you're going to want to hit back. So he got up and sprinted shoulder-charged into the back of Marcus Morris and smacked him to the ground. Marcus Morris sold it like a fucking pussy boy, though. I will, I'm going to call him out for that. He laid on the floor, like grabbing his neck. Like if he was just in a car accident, trying to get maximum insurance claim. Like my back, my neck, fuck you, bro. You started. He turned his back on. He hit someone, turned his back. What do you think's going to happen? If I hit you in the face and I turn my back, what are you going to do? You're going to fucking hit me back. Yeah. So he fucking hits him. It was – Morris was on the ground. It was reviewed for, like, a fucking 15-minute stretch. Just throw them both out. It's pretty fucking obvious what just happened. But they reviewed it for 15 minutes. Jokic gets tossed. Morris gets a flagrant two, too. Uh, unsportsmanlike conduct to Jokic. Jokic is suspended the game. Morris is fined $50,000. But on Twitter, Marquis Morris Sr., the twin of Marcus Morris, <laughs> decides to call out Jokic for hitting someone in the back. Don't hit someone if you don't want to get hit back. I feel like it's pretty self explanatory.
1: Yeah, makes sense to me.
0: Yeah, so the Jokic brothers created a Twitter account, called it the Jokic brothers.
1: kind <laughs> of <gotta> love it.
0: <laughs> and fucking. What,
1: what should we call this? Let's call it <laughs> the Jokic brothers. <laughs> so everybody knows it's you and me, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and they called out Marquis. They said, "You know yeah. they hit up. You know they hit up Nikolai, and they're like, how do we create Twitter account?' <laughs> <laughs> I would like to tweet, but I can't get on media and tweet.
0: <laughs> the accent's pretty good, bro. <laughs> <The> good. <laughs>
1: accent's pretty
0: good. I'll give you that. Bro. I can know
1: anything. It's Eastern European accents. If he dies, he dies.
0: <laughs> oh, Nikolai, we would like to
1: tweet <laughs> at." Mar- Marcus Morris,
0: <laughs> man, that's funny as fuck. It's it. Look, I just don't understand what the what the issue is, but you know, it is what it is.
1: That's why you're the issue, Jermaine.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm usually the issue. <laughs> A lot of people don't like me. It's really weird. I have no issue with anybody I've it's come to my realization recently that my mere presence offends other dudes.
1: I mean, I don't like you and I've been doing eighty eighty five episodes of a podcast with you so
0: okay all right bet. yeah all right that's that's highly offensive yeah <laughs> all
1: right, so let's talk about week nine. NFL games. I forgot what week it was.
0: It is week nine, yeah.
1: So, I'm going to go through some scores here. And then we'll give our biggest surprises and our biggest disappointments of the week as we do. And maybe E will find it in his benevolency to join us. But maybe not. I think he's giving us our, our pick in the dock anyway. So, we'll start out with the early games. So, New England whooped Carolina. The game was never really close. Beat them 24-6. to Cleveland, the Bengals are who we thought they were. And Cleveland seems to not need OBJ. Really at all, it kind of seems like. And they put up 41 points on a great... Bengals defense. Well, let's well the Thursday night game first. The Jets keep finding the Jets keep finding ways to score points and then lose the game late, which is weird for the Jets. Wouldn't you agree with that?
0: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) All right, we have to discuss this.
1: but like if it, but but if you saw a thirty a forty five to thirty game with the Jets, you would assume the Colts went up like forty five to six. And then the Jets stormed back with garbage time. But that's the exactly Jets had... what
0: happened. Was it? I thought that's what happened. Wow. All right, keep going, keep going, keep going with your narrative. I'm going to double check for you.
1: Who is Johnson? Where are the Jets pulling these quarterbacks? <laughs> <laughs> you I lost
0: hundred dollars <laughs> to Mike White.
1: <laughs> I almost want to see. I almost want to see Robert Sala. Show me you're a great coach by using a different free agent quarterback <laughs> every week. And if you can put up 317 yards and three touchdowns with your free agent quarterback every week, who is this? This isn't Tavarius. Oh, no, it's Tavarius Jackson. Who's Johnson? I, Josh Johnson. Josh, it, it is Josh Johnson. It is Josh, Johnson, the Kansas yeah. State product. Yes, yes he still he got drafted in like 2008 right
0: bro he's been a career backup quarterback bro all right so just to answer your question it was 42 to 10 at one
1: point oh uh, okay all right never mind <laughs> never mind then
0: that's why i was just like no he he definitely he definitely did that
1: so i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just i'm just gonna talk about the topsy-turvy league so i i've, I've kind of gone over a couple ones denver really rock that scoreline is closer than it than than it reflects and it's a still a two touchdown win for denver jackson <laughs> yeah, jacksonville yeah. jacksonville beat buffalo 9 to 6 it's jacksonville's first win on american soil in 420 days
0: what a great stat
1: a great stat a 6-9 game and it's your it's your 420 that's why we live in a simulation
0: the problem is <laughs> Is Jacksonville plays like two home games a year in London?
1: I think they are home games, though. Yeah, because mean, it's the only place they can win outside the states.
0: That's what I'm saying. Two home games instead of being in actual home are being played in London. Yeah,
1: but that's what I'm saying. I but they win there, so it might actually be a home game.
0: <laughs> well, their owner it does own. He owns what Fulham.
1: Does he own Fulham? Is Fulham a Premier League squad anymore? Oh, let's not go down another tangent.
0: Yeah, Fulham is a Premier League squad. I'll figure Gre- it out
1: Green Bay with non Aaron Rodgers with Jordan Love, and Kansas City should have won this game forty five to seven. They only won this game by less than a touchdown, six points.
0: Well, no, first of all, do not give the Kansas City Chiefs that much credit.
1: Yeah, this this game was not, this was a terrible
0: horrendously, bro.
1: This is a terrible football game. Patrick Mahomes had 166 yards passing. That is incredible. Miami-Houston, nine turnovers in that game. Nine
0: Um, turnovers is such a staggering stat, bro. Nine turnovers. He owns Fulham FC, by the way. Okay, all right. Shaheed Khan.
1: The Giants beat the Raiders. The Titans beat the Rams. Arizona without Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, or J.J. Watt whooped San Francisco. What's go like? What's like? It, it feels like. Okay. We we talk here, a lot. Of, we, talk, we talk. We talk. We talk a lot of weeks in the NFL. It's a coin flip league. It feels like if the favorite is heads and the underdog is tails, we flipped a coin eight times this week and they all ended up tails. <laughs>
0: So here's – since we started our podcast, we have been saying that NFL is a coin flip league. Everyone thinks it's more clear cut because some teams have 13 wins. Some some teams have 14 wins. It's never that clear cut. On any Sunday, on any year, there's a reason the term any given Sunday is a thing. And I'm glad that Nick was presenting this while walking you through the scores and discussing each one because I have this for you, Right. So I have a tidbit of information. The NFL is taking this parody thing too far in 2021. This writer writes, I, I should have screenshotted his name, but I forgot his name. Through the first nine weeks, 12 AFC teams have at least four wins. Four of the bottom seven teams in the ESPN NFL Power Rankings heading into week nine, the Atlanta Falcons, number 25, New York Giants, number 26, Jacksonville Jaguars, number 29, and Miami Dolphins, number 30, won on Sunday. Three of those wins were against top 10 teams. And that's not even counting a curious loss by the Dallas Cowboys to the Denver Broncos. It feels like just about any team could contend for a playoff spot over the final two months. 19 teams are projected to win between 8 and 13.6 games according to ESPN's Pro Football Index and per ESPN stats and information research. There have been 28 games with the game-winning score coming in the final minute of regulation or in overtime. The second most through 9 weeks since the 1970 merger. 21 wow. of those Twenty-one of those have been decided on the final play. How fucking absurd is the NFL, bro?
1: That's 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 ridiculous,
0: dude. It's so funny that <laughs> I I kept this hush because usually we talk about everything we're going to talk about the yeah. post show. I yeah. didn't say anything about what I was going to say. Wow post show and you came to this you came to the same conclusion i already had went and found stats to to back it up
1: that's because we are a professional podcast get out of my head all right with that give me your biggest uh, is that your biggest surprise is that both of our biggest surprises that everything no. went went the dogs' way this week? No,
0: All
1: right. All
0: we're, right. we're we're not ever really surprised when it happens, right? We try to act surprised, but you and I know more often than not, like this the shit gap happens. is
1: shrinking. Well, the gap yeah. is shrinking.
0: The gap the, I don't think the gap has ever really existed. I think three. Oh, yeah, or, oh yeah, it has for sure. I, I think three points given for Vegas for a home and away. Is is probably a staggering amount now. <laughs> well, I I, I, agree,
1: I agree with the home field advantage maybe doesn't exist anymore.
0: So but. what I what I will say right. So my biggest surprise is probably the current playoff picture.
1: Let's hear it. Okay. So currently- no, uh, as as a as a international sports outlet, where you where you digest your sports, we have to say this. If the season ended today,
0: (laughs) your favorite fucking sentence. God.
1: Besides a running back breaking off a 70 year old run, he's a home run hitter.
0: (laughs) I forgot how much that chapter.
1: God, dude. That, the three phrases in sports. If the playoffs ended today, what a home run hitter and a hit in baseball that somebody goes, in in any other park, that's a home run. Well, guess what? We're playing in this one, and it's not home Run. It's a deep fly ball.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, my goodness. With the honorable mention, let's let's go to war today, boys. <laughs> God, I don't think know. an announcer
0: says that. <laughs> they do. They're
1: like, it's a battle out there. It's a grind. They're going to war.
0: <laughs> no, nah, I don't remember hearing that for a very long time, but I do listen to a lot of sports on mute now.
1: <laughs> so all right, give give me the current playoff picture. Alright, so AFC playoff
0: picture, right? Tennessee Titans, seven and two, Baltimore Ravens, six and two, Los Angeles Chargers, five and three, Buffalo Bills, five and three. Those are the four division leaders right now. Okay. So for those of you at home who've been living under a rock and listening to this podcast. Since episode one, uh, we've we've covered it ad nauseum, but there are three wild card teams here: Las Vegas Raiders five and three, Pittsburgh Steelers five and three, New England Patriots five and four. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> All right, okay, that's <laughs> so. This is my biggest surprise. I, I, I might
1: said. just move on. I just might move on and just say I agree with you. What a surprise!
0: So, so, so. <laughs> Here's what I want to express to you to, okay. to, to hammer home the biggest okay. surprise, right? Kansas City Chiefs, not in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Cleveland Browns, not in the playoffs. Uh-huh. The number one seed in the AFC two or three weeks ago, the Cincinnati Bengals, <clears throat> not in the playoffs. Bro, That's I can't, a, I can't, I can't prepare today,
1: bro. What's 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 the NFC playoff picture?
0: All right, so the NFC playoff picture: you have the Arizona Cardinals eight and one, Green what, like, Bay.
1: When, God, she's eight and one. Jesus,
0: eight and one. They just beat the San Francisco 49ers. With what are the Cole, cha- what are the chances Cole they go McCoy. sixteen and one? Um, I don't have strength of schedule in front of me right now. Okay, uh, oh, sorry,
1: but, but that that better division, and better each week.
0: <laughs> that yeah, it's obviously it's better and better each week, numbskull. <laughs> Listen, I'm a stats guy. <laughs> the more you win, the closer you are to it. You fucking clown. Anyways, they still have to play the Rams one more time. They have to play the Seahawks one more time. And I believe they have to play the Ford Niners one more time. So those are still three pretty tough opponents. So 16 and one is not, you know, a guarantee. But number two, you have the Green Bay Packers at seven and two. You have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at six and two, defending world champs. And you have the Dallas Cowboys at six and two. Those are the four division leaders in the NFC. The three wild cards are as follows the New Orleans Saints. Oh, sorry, excuse me. The first wild card is the Los Angeles Rams at seven and two. Imagine being a wild card with the same record as the second best team in the NFC.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> the New Orleans Saints at five and three. And. The Atlanta Falcons at four and four. Let me repeat that: the Atlanta Falcons at four and four are the seventh seed in this new playoff format. For context, a team that started three and zero, the Carolina Panthers at four and five, is the next seed out in the eighth spot. You have the Minnesota Vikings at three and five in the nine spot. Two games under 500 in the nine spot. And you have the Seattle
1: Dangerous List Seahawks. Now, now, now Dangerous again. Yeah, maybe. We'll see maybe. if you play. Yeah, who's to say?
0: Three and five. And the San Francisco Forty ers at three and five. The the Seahawks, the Forty ers and the Minnesota Vikings at three and five are not that far off from the seventh seed. So
1: you're tell yeah, so you're telling me the difference between the third seed and the ninth seed is two games? Or three games.
0: Mm, yeah, three games, yeah.
1: That's incredible.
0: So the difference between the sixth seed, right, the five and three Saints, and the 11th seed, the three and five 49ers, is two games.
1: That's crazy.
0: I came prepared, bro. We, You and I have always talked about parity in the NFL, and there's only one buy now. And there's so much more parody, it's insane.
1: Alright. Well geez, well on that, like you said you came prepared. What's your what's your biggest disappointment? So my biggest disappointment. <laughs> the, for... the, <laughs> the fact the fact that the 49ers could technically win the still win the NFC. My
0: my biggest disappointment this this year is is top elite stars. Okay. Right? Patrick Mahomes underperforming. Josh Allen lays the dud against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right. Actually, let me rephrase that. My biggest disappointment is the fact that cover too deep can solve the most awesome offenses in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I mean I yeah, I, I, it's a tail of Zorro's time. And yet defenses still play cover three. It doesn't make any sense. The <laughs>
0: Saints, the Saints just beat the Buccaneers. The Chiefs barely won against Green Bay with Jordan Love. Denver. But Denver beat the Cowboys. Jacksonville Tennessee. scored nine points and beat Buffalo. Tennessee beat the rams essentially although,
1: eliminated one of the best the best receiving core this year
0: although i will say if matt stafford takes the safety the rams win that game
1: well he wouldn't you, you did you hear the broadcast
0: nah, if he would
1: have just gone down it, they wouldn't have given him a safety cuz at the point where he started to go down there was something with like he reached the ball across the goal line so, so the they would have marked was... it. They would have marked it at the half yard line instead of the but he did the Matt Stafford thing. He tried to be a gamer and make a play.
0: That was another thing I had for my surprises and disappointments. It's like these quarterbacks just out dueling one each other each other for worst interceptions in the league. <laughs> Carson Wentz, Matt Stafford, Patrick Mahomes has like seven of them. <laughs> yeah. Josh Allen just had a super bad one. Like it's insane, the awful interceptions we've seen. Jameis Winston, like in week three, had one of the worst interceptions of the year. I don't understand what's happening, but it almost seems like the IQ of the quarterback position is going down. And we and we see this. It's almost every five years, right? So we're, we're coming out of the five-year period of offenses just being insanely unmanageable, right? Andy Reid was a darling for the last three years, and now some asshole who has a microphone and calls games can say Andy Reid's on the hot seat. Like, are you fucking kidding me?
1: Yeah. And I mean, now,
0: now you see these defenses, right? The Denver Broncos, shitty offense, great defense. Carolina Panthers, shitty offense, great defense. New Orleans Saints, absolutely dismal offense, great defense and they're in they're in these positions to make the playoffs because you're seeing that, that we're in the we're in the five year period where these defenses are about to figure out these offenses and you're going to need the next renaissance man.
1: Yeah. What do what what do you think for the the theory that once a coach wins a Super Bowl, it guarantees him five years? What do you think of that theory? Uh, It's a very old school theory, but I think I still kind of believe in it.
0: I don't, yeah, I don't see, like, Andy Reid should not be fired.
1: No. Although, wait, hold well, on. Andy,
0: I, I think, hold on. Let's test this theory. And here's
1: the thing I think it's three years without any criticism. I don't care if he goes 0 and 16 for the next three years. He won a Super Bowl for your team.
0: Let's test this theory.
1: Okay. Doug
0: Peterson won the Super Bowl in what year?
1: uh 16 right 17.
0: 18.
1: oh 18 okay
0: and oh, he's fired right now
1: and he shouldn't be
0: no he absolutely should have been bro. he threw the he threw but, uh,
1: that's what i'm saying i don't think he should be
0: no, he should maybe have been.
1: maybe he should have been fired after this year i'll'll I'll, I'll work it down uh, winning a super Bowl gets you three years in the modern in the modern era
0: Okay, well, now that you've changed it after I've disapproved your five years. Yes. Well, no, I, no yeah. I'm saying,
1: like, I, I still think it's five years, but I'm willing to negotiate with you and say winning a Super Bowl gets you at least three years.
0: Okay, I will say at least three. Doug Peterson I, deserves I to be agree fired with, five. With, what he, with what he pulled. I don't think so. I, are you kidding me? He benched the quarterback to lose the game.
1: That's true. Okay, I, I do agree with that. Yes, he – he, okay, I agree.
0: <laughs> You're like okay
1: there's <laughs> all right there's there's extenuating circumstances
0: <laughs> <laughs> and eric eric has officially joined us again <clears throat> he chimed in and said pete carroll's been hanging on to that once he's been working
1: so hard he's worked his he worked the clothes off his back apparently
0: you know the problem is is pete carroll has two super bowls he only won one he lost yeah. the other so that's that adds up to a 10 year period <laughs> here's, a, here's a question here's a question
1: for you eric or uh, not eric jermaine how many pieces of gum has Pete Carroll chewed on a football field?
0: Jesus Christ! You know somebody on Twitter. It probably has a probably, mass, somebody on Reddit.
1: Somebody on Reddit has gone through the clips.
0: There's a formula. There's a formula. There's a formula created to determine how many Pete Carroll sticks of gum have been chewed.
1: Hey Eric, I, since 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 you joined us late, look up how many pieces of gum Pete Carroll has chewed <laughs> on the sidelines of a football field. I'm talking career numbers.
0: <laughs> we just need one game because then we could just multiply what, it from well,
1: there. Yeah, uh, I just need one game, pieces of gum.
0: Yeah, one game, pieces of gum. Pick the lowest of like six games, and yeah, then we'll and just multiply it.
1: From we'll, there. Add, we'll add like three pieces of gum on there.
0: Yeah, we'll do plus or minus, right? Um, that's what, right? That's what a good mathematician always does. All
1: right, so my biggest surprise of the week was the Atlanta Falcons were in a spot to be the Atlanta Falcons. And because this year is just coming up Georgia, they weren't the Falcons what a great they were instance. up 24 to six if I believe so if, yes. I, if I believe that's correct because it was their largest lead since the Super Bowl
0: yeah it was over 18 points so that's correct
1: yeah. New Orleans storms back and is really has the game by the Cajones by the Webos and then we see Atlanta do something they've never done before, which is pull their pants up and get to work. And Matt Ryan in two plays drives him down. Young Ho Kim kicks it through. Atlanta wins the game. They show a little bit of pizzazz, a little bit of moxie. And Arthur and
0: Smith should be enshrined in the Hall of Fame today.
1: You don't want to talk about five more years of coaching. (laughs) Arthur Smith just got himself an extension for five more
0: years.
1: 100%. So if you don't think that Atlanta's not making the playoffs, they're not making a run, or if you think that Atlanta's not making the playoffs, not making a run, and winning the Super Bowl, and the Georgia Bulldogs aren't winning a national championship, you're wrong because everything's coming up Georgia this year.
0: I love that sentence, coming up Georgia. That has to be the name of the podcast.
1: Coming Up Georgia. That's the episode. Co- coming
0: Up Georgia. That's the name <laughs> of the podcast, bro. Um, uh,
1: my, like my, 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 big, my biggest disappointment, and it will continue to be my biggest disappointment, was the Carolina Panthers offense. <laughs> I don't care if Sam Darnold's hurt. I don't care if he has, eh, I fractured my shoulder. Get over it. <laughs> I saw. I saw. Did I, did I send you the meme, Jermaine, <laughs> of – of the Carolina Panthers doctor thinks Sam Darnold has an incomplete fracture of his scapula in he his did, shoulder. Yeah. So what's and funny some is- and some genius on the internet commented so he can't even complete a flag a fracture.
0: Yeah, so you sent me that, but before wow. I saw you sent me that, I sent it also. So I went to the chat and it was the two photos competing for space on my screen. And so I held down on my photo and unsent it because <laughs> I was like, this seems repetitive. <laughs> Bro, the internet is, is, ama- is amazing. It's undefeated. The internet is and 0. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, intern E was gracious enough to get us a minimum amount of sticks of gum chewed based on a three stick per game ratio. P Carroll has coached 370 games. Therefore, at three sticks per game, that puts us at 1,110 sticks of gum.
1: There's what 12 per pack, right?
0: 12 per pack. I don't know. I haven't (laughs) thought. So I usually choose five gum. Five gum. I think that's a 15 pack gum. Uh, yeah. E saying 20 power pack.
1: What makes it a power pack? E. I think he
0: meant per, but he put W, so I'm oh. saying power. <laughs> power pack.
1: Yeah, I was like, what makes like you chew it and you're like, Whoa, whoa. They did have they active. did used to have the energy gum, right? Remember that when they tried to market like the energy gum? Like you would chew it and it would give you energy.
0: I guess. That was whoa. in like
1: the energy revolution of like the the late two thousand tens. Remember when like five nah, energy was a it, big thing? <laughs> that
0: was when vault when Yeah, vault... that's right.
1: Every everything gave you energy.
0: Yeah, Vault and, what was it, Surge. <laughs> Vault Surge. and Surge started. Five-hour
1: energy, yeah.
0: Yeah, Carol does prefer the original flavor of Bubble. Yeah, yeah we know that. Yeah. Well, actually, let me correct that.
1: Most people probably
0: don't know that. So,
1: All right, Jermaine, take us through. The head to head from last week, and then we'll make we'll look at the board and we'll make our head to heads for this week.
0: Holy shit, he choose 15 pieces of gum during a game.
1: What? Where did you get that? To? Where's the source? What's the source on that? Hold on, Eric. We're trying. We this is Up to 15, that is that I was gonna say the over. I was like, ah, you probably choose five, 15. Cite your source, unmute, <laughs> your, mic, unmute your mic, and cite your source.
0: <laughs> He's talking ALA. Seahawks.com reported this. What? 5,550 sticks of gum in his entire... If you're going at 15 a clip, you know there's some games that if he's talking overtime, so there's more sticks of gum? What is this? Oh, my God. Almost 6,000 sticks of gum. He needs to be sponsored. His agent (laughs) needs to get him sponsored. What is he doing?
1: I know from a previous mailbag, He chews up to 15 pieces of gum a game. What is going on? Pete Carroll, dog, that's an addiction. He needs a sponsorship. Fucking addiction. I mean, if you got if you gave Marshawn Lynch Skittles, you gotta give Pete Carroll bubble yum.
0: Yo, it was right there for 370 games. Jesus Christ. What an insane avenue! All right, Eric, we need your biggest surprises, biggest disappointments.
2: Uh, from this past week, I would say, uh, biggest surprise had to be with all the turmoil going on with uh, obj and a constant influx of injured running backs that Cleveland did what they did to Cincinnati. I didn't expect that at all. Uh, I agree, I agree
0: with that. That's... Yeah,
2: and then. <laughs> Uh, biggest disappointment, uh, the Eagles pride themselves on supposedly having one of the best up front seven stop in the run. Nobody can run on us is what they say. And yet Justin Herbert runs in a 12-yard touchdown to end the game. One of the slowest dudes on the field gets through this. Nah, course.
0: nah you don't understand Justin Herbert's athleticism. Justin Herbert's actually really athletic.
2: No, I get that. I get that, and he's he's pretty mobile for. But come on, you can't you can't pride your anchor your whole defense on on this front seven and then let some shit like that happen to lose a game.
0: You you can if the defensive coordinator doesn't call a spy or fucking tells his team like that seems like a more of a coaching thing. But I'll allow it. I might have to make a referendum. Like we cannot pick our own teams as disappointments from now on.
2: I, it's, it is, I was I was just
0: angry. Like I, I get that, but like. Nick just picked the Panthers. You picked the Eagles. Like, how fucking like? Are you guys even trying? Are you just showing up and like circling C on every test question?
1: All right, I'm just I'm disappointed with the Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) And Eric's disappointed with the Panthers.
0: It's fucking you guys are ridiculous.
1: That's called a loophole.
0: Oh my goodness! Uh, the, the, uh, my actually, everyone's biggest disappointment of the week is that Pete Carroll is not sponsored by the gummy Jews.
2: Can I can I tell you what was actually the most disappointed in my life was I've been betting Patrick Mahomes to throw a pick every game, and I was heartbroken when they took that Kevin King pick back because I knew that shit was going to hit, and he did and I, I, As bad as he been playing, he had no turnovers that week. Three dollars <laughs> down the drain. <laughs> literally
1: threw for 166 yards and no turnovers.
0: <laughs> Wait, he didn't even fumble? No, surprisingly. I don't think so. No, I think it was, just, it was just
1: literally a terrible game.
0: That's un esque. Yeah, that's how that, I remember watching about I, six minutes of that game and turning it off because it
2: was. I crazy. honestly couldn't tell if it was Jordan Love or Patrick Mahomes on either side of the ball. It was just shit football.
1: It was Jordan Mahomes <laughs> and Patrick Love. <laughs> what a great name for a quarterback. Well, let me hop on Madden real quick. And Patrick, great, and great Love. Patrick Love. Love.
0: <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. There's the biggest surprises and disappointments of week nine. We're gonna go ahead and move into week 10. Let's go ahead and rally through this, boys. Eric, uh based on previous circumstances, you can go ahead and give us your pick of the week. Actually, oh, hold oh. on. Sorry, let me let me let me correct that. Eric, you want to take us through what happened last week for head-to-head and the current records, et cetera, et cetera.
2: Yeah. So uh, <laughs> last week, uh, Nick had New England minus four.
1: a fucking chugga. Three weeks in a row, the New England Patriots <laughs> spread is getting me back. It's going to win me this competition. Uh, my stupid bet ass. You guys team. can't bet. Bang- well, guess what I'm going to pick this week. Yeah. <laughs>
2: My stupid ass took Philadelphia money line. We literally almost lost one point, which has been hilarious. And because he's not a professional podcaster, Jermaine finally decided to pick a win, and he got Cleveland plus two and a half. I'm so disappointed. In myself. I'm disappointed in you.
0: I I thought for sure Cincinnati would smack Cleveland, so I was just like, I'll take the two and a half. Cincinnati will win. It doesn't matter, and I'll keep my streak alive. But Cleveland decides to cut OBJ and score 41 points in the same fucking week.
1: It's disappointing. That's what it is. It's just disappointing. I
0: I would like to take this moment to apologize to all the fans. I'd like to apologize to my mother. I'd like to apologize to Jesus. My coaches. The fans. Uh, I I didn't mean to let you down, Lord. I will bounce back this week. And get back in the loss column. Um,
1: you know, I hope I you, help you
0: forgive me of my sins.
1: You know, E, if there's one thing I would describe Jermaine as, is he's certainly a pious man. That's for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna. Describe,
1: know that. E, do you know what pious means?
2: <laughs> nah, I was hoping you wouldn't ask.
1: Okay, all right.
2: <laughs> you don't know what pious means? All righty, e, go all through
1: right. your go through your pick for week ten. Uh. <laughs>
2: I can't even think right now because I'm trying to figure out what pines means. What about what about vitriol?
0: <laughs> oh, I used that earlier. He what wasn't about, ready what for about, the words today, what a, bro. What about amalgamy? You know,
2: amalgam? I can't even. I wouldn't even begin to know how to spell that. To it's look from like, it's it's, like it's from the Google. song.
1: It's from the song "Black Betty" amalgam. <laughs> He didn't. Uh, he, I think he only thinks that's funny because you're laughing, and he's like, I still don't know what that word means. Yeah, he's E-d- nervous because he friend. doesn't
0: know those words, bro.
2: I'm, so, not,
1: I'm not educated,
2: I don't care.
0: So, pious is devoutly <laughs> religious, bro. Huh? Pious is devoutly religious. Like, I'm like, unwavering in my faith.
1: Like, the Pope is the most pious man on the planet.
0: Cool, 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 cool. An amalgam. Amalgam is a combination, right? It's combination. where you put
1: your honey and your jelly together on a piece of bread. It's an uh, amalgam. It's just, it's just none, a mixture. None of this is
2: going to stick, fellas. We, we can have a spelling concept. I, none of this is going to stick. That's
1: well, because you got the Jackie Chan of fucking weed strains in your brain right now. <laughs> <You're> just fighting <laughs> off all this knowledge. Kia, <laughs> Kia, <laughs> eagles suck. Kia. Uh,
0: and then vitriol is, you know, criticism.
1: It's the guy that plays for the Atlanta Falcons on their D line, <laughs> via Vitriol.
0: Eric, hang, you so high. Look at him. All right, go ahead. What's your What's your pick of the week? Go ahead, give it to us.
2: Uh, <laughs> since I'm hoping Nick takes the L next week, I'm gonna go Browns money line. Oh, against Yo, he picked against
0: you on purpose. I love it, bro. (laughs) I love it, bro. All right, Nick, it's your pick.
1: Well, may I have the pick? My pick now. I would like the New England Patriots minus one and a half. (laughs) Because it's helped me through this far. And it's going to help me again because the New England Patriots spread does not lose. It oh weathers all storms. Goodness. All right, Jermaine, you're up.
0: All right, dude. So I'm not even going to take as long as I usually do. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons plus nine against the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Very interesting. It's Is it plus nine again?
0: It's plus nine currently as I look at it. I just think nine is a lot. I think Dallas wins that game. I just, do they win by 10 or more?
1: I don't know. The model thinks so, but (laughs) it certainly doesn't. As you can hear from the hesitance of my voice, I'm not going to be taking it.
0: Yeah, so usually I look through all these fucking boards. I saw Atlanta plus nine, and I said, "Eh, that's a good bet to me.
1: So it's, a couple uh, yeah I They're just like Atlanta, you don't know what team's going to show up for Atlanta. And and it doesn't it doesn't matter favorites. road home, it doesn't matter anything about that.
0: No, it's just you just hope an Atlanta team shows up. And for the most part, every single game an Atlanta team shows up. That's correct. Yeah.
1: But everything's coming up Georgia right now, so
0: uh, So I'm I'm going with the theme of the podcast. Right. And I'm sticking with it. And I'm gonna ride it on my bet. Hopefully Nick remembers to post it on the socials this week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. There might be a chance I'm in Nashville. So we'll <laughs> there, might,
0: there might be a chance that I'm in Nashville. Question mark question mark. <laughs> yeah, so I'm taking Atlanta plus nine. I think that's I think that's a great
1: so a couple bets that the model likes this week uh Rams minus four against uh against the it's Monday night football uh, in San Francisco
0: Oof. okay
1: Raiders plus two and a half at home against the Chiefs pair that with Las Vegas money line uh and then obviously New England minus one and a half That Uh,
0: Raiders bet is fascinating. Yeah. They split last year's season series with the Chiefs. and They did. The game they won, they outpaced the Chiefs for 20-plus yard uh, plays, whether Mm. it's rushing or receiving. But a lot of those were Henry Ruggs. So it's going to be very (laughs) interesting – yeah, right. Shout is he out. not
1: on the team anymore? <laughs> He's
0: not. As well as Damon Arnett. Uh if you live under a rock, go ahead and Google those two names. <laughs> We're not gonna go get into that. But uh Deshaun Jackson, Zay Jones, Hunter Renfro, Brian Edwards, Darren Waller. Stepped up, up against a, a an awfully dismal Kansas City Chiefs team, right? Yeah. It's this defense isn't gonna get fixed. Because of, you know, somebody's coming back from injury or anything. Like, they have a personnel problem on this defense. And if any team is poised to strike at the Kansas City Chiefs right now, it's the Raiders. Yeah. Right? The Raiders lost John Gruden, lost Henry Ruggs, lost Damon Arnett in the last, like, two first-round picks and a head coach in the last three weeks. And are five and – what is it, five and three? Yeah. And they lost to a very game New York Giants team, right? Beat the Saints in overtime. Almost beat the Chiefs when I picked them the week before. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still devastated from that. Like, this is a very game New York Giants team. I think that's a very interesting bet. That Raiders bet, if you can get them at plus money, that's a fun bet.
1: So let me let me take you obviously through some because I love to throw stats at you guys. Let me take you through some stats. So teams coming off the bye this week, obviously Detroit, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and the Washington Football Team. Detroit is two and two uh, since 2017 when coming off the bye. No real advantage there. Seattle under Pete Carroll is nine and four with a six point margin of victory. Tampa Bay is one and one under Bruce Arians. They're two and two since 2015, but Bruce Arians was five and two coming off the bye in Arizona. So maybe something to look for there.
0: And he has Tom Brady.
1: And he has Tom Brady. The Washington football team is that last team that I mentioned. They're Owen. Ron Rivera is 0 and one. He lost last year in Washington. Washington is one and three since 2017. And Rivera was five and six in Carolina coming off the bye. I like to talk to you guys about this really odd stat that I love showing sharing on the podcast. Taking teams against the spread scoring less than 10 points the previous week. So far in 2021, greater than a 10 point spread, those teams are three and six thanks to Jacksonville plus 14 winning winning last week. And then teams less than 10 points spread are seven and two to cover. Three games this week in which teams last week scored. Less than 10 points. Actually, sorry, four. But I don't know off the top of my head what the Houston line is because Houston scored nine points, correct?
0: Houston scored nine against the Dolphins. Yeah, 17 Houston and Houston
1: scored nine. What is the Houston line right now?
0: I was pretty sure Houston's on by right now.
1: Oh, they are on by. Yes, you are correct. Sorry. So three games this week. Carolina plus 10. Buffalo minus 13. And Green Bay minus four and a half. Are the three games this week that meet the scoring less than 10 points in the previous week? Another stat that we like to talk to you about, obviously, we love to talk to you about East Coast traveling west in prime time, no games this week. West Coast traveling to East Coast early, no games this week. We'd like to talk to you about rest advantage and rest disadvantage. Thursday night football last week was the Jets and the Colts. The Jets with a rest advantage are two and seven with a minus twelve margin of victory <laughs> since. 2019. Buffalo Bills are 5 and 2 with an 11 point margin of victory with a rest disadvantage. The Colts 3 and 3 with a rest advantage. Jacksonville 0 oh and 4 with a minus 13 point margin of victory with a rest disadvantage. Team playing on Monday Night Football, obviously the Chicago Bears have a bye just like Houston, Detroit or sorry, Pittsburgh who plays Detroit. Pittsburgh is 6 and 3 since 2019 with a rest disadvantage and Detroit is two and three with a rest advantage. Also one thing that I would like to say, obviously I would like to play the saints and the Raiders on a dog parlay this week, but because the odds are so terrible in terms of high for the favorites, I want to give you guys this six team parlay and I want to know what you think about it very quickly. boys. Colts, Bills, Steelers, Bucks, Cardinals, on the money line. Man, that is a
0: money line parlay.
1: Money line parlay. By the way, that's six. What what six team money line parlay normally pays you a lot of money. This pays about plus one eighty three.
0: Yeah, I mean Cowboys versus Falcons. I guess that's not outlandish. Bills versus Jets, also not outlandish.
1: Outlandish.
0: <laughs> is that what i said
1: no you said outlandish
0: oh <laughs> i was like all right maybe i'm drunk um and you had what colts jaguars right
1: colts no uh boys colts bills Steelers, bucks cardinals
0: yeah sorry that's what i meant so colts over jaguars Steelers yes. over Lions. yes god it's one of those teams one of those teams gonna is gonna grow it
1: yeah, yeah you know, you know
0: which team i'm going with What's that? Arizona. Arizona blows it this week.
1: They got to lose at some point, right?
0: And, and look, here's the thing. It's it's so difficult to go undefeated in the NFL, as we talked about early in this podcast. Mm-hmm. This is the week. Nobody's expecting it. Carolina travels into Arizona. DeAndre Hopkins is hurt. Kyler Murray is hurt. Chase Edmonds is hurt. Okay. Carolina's defense as Nick so astutely pointed out, plus 33 as points added. Like, this is the game. Carolina plus 10 and a half at minus 110 is an outlandish bet, in my opinion. Like, that seems like the obvious play. Like, PJ Walker cannot be a downgrade over Sam Donald. Yeah, he might be an upgrade. Like, he cannot be. And I'm, I was notoriously a Sam Darnold defender because of Adam Gase, but I've been proven wrong. <laughs> uh, forgive me, Lord.
1: <laughs> for I have sinned.
0: I, for I have sinned. Yeah, I was correct about Carson Wentz. I was wrong about Sam Darnold. I will take that L, but he is not good. PJ Walker's better. Shout out the XFL. I hope PJ Walker balls on your bitch ass for Mm -hmm. obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that's the play then of the six because that Panthers team has offensive weapons. If you just get the ball in their hand, it's a very different game. Sam Darnold just couldn't do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I man, I, I, I think, I think you're right on it. I really do.
0: Which is yeah. unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, a few other things that I like to see. So, Mike White has been announced as a starter for the Jets. So, this over under forty seven and a half. With the current state of the Bills, is kind of fascinating. I think after last week's loss, the Bills put up almost forty points.
1: Yeah, but I I mean after the after the No, I, okay. But are, do you trust the Bills defense to allow more than like 6? 100%.
0: Yeah. I, okay. I do I think the Jets can get into field goal range 3 times with Mike White? Yeah, I definitely think that. 100%. Over 47 and a half sounds outstanding. Um Lions Steelers under 42 and a half, I think that's an absolute dog show <laughs> I, I would i'm expecting a 1917 game that's a fucking shit show uh i'll be in nashville so i'm going to over 44 and a half for saints titans doesn't make any sense considering camaro's hurt thomas isn't there obj hasn't signed and we're starting probably trevor simeon But something strikes me as points will be scored in that game, and it's not going to make any fucking sense. Uh, Minnesota Vikings versus Los Angeles Chargers. Everyone's going to look at this game and see two big-time offenses. You're going to see 5.0 yards per carry uh, that the Chargers give up. Worst in the league. And they're going to think over 53 is the call. I'm going to say under 53. I just think it does not hit. I think that game ends up being one of those weird games where the two offenses just end up being stinkers.
1: It should hit, right? Because it's two great offenses. So it's definitely not going to.
0: Exactly. So it's not going to. Exactly. So I'll be the over-unders guy for the podcast. But then I'm I'm sitting here, right, and I'm looking at Raiders-Chiefs 52. Like, this is division matchup. It screams with how the Kansas City Chiefs have been playing that you should not take the over. This is the get-right game. The Raiders win, but they score, and both teams score over 52.
1: I love to hear it. Both, team, both teams score over 52.
0: Yeah, 100%. This is a 110-point game. We're looking at 57-52, Raiders over Chiefs. Mahomes, Raiders. Mahomes breaks a leg. Jackson comes in, carries on the Mahomes legacy.
1: <laughs> Jackson tick-tocks his way to three on the ground, or uh, three touchdowns, one on the ground, two in the air.
0: <laughs> all, right, all right, does
1: all right, anybody e, have e, anything e else? You got anything else?
2: Uh, No, I'm just, uh, I heard there was some chatter earlier today about a bet between me and somebody.
1: Oh, that's right. So the Broncos play the Eagles this week.
0: Boo! What a shit matchup! Boo!
1: And since executive producer Nevada is a Broncos fan, he would like to extend this invitation to you. This is a text message from him. I'm going to read it verbatim. For the pod, tell the interns, I put a case of beer on the Broncos straight up. I don't want to listen to the pod and hear he ain't talking. He ain't taking this side action. And if he doesn't pay up, then I'll take it out of his podcast room 303 paycheck.
0: Yeah.
1: E, that's, e, that's word from the top. That's that's my boss. All right, I can't. So he wants a case of beer straight up for this game.
2: Um, so I'm game. Uh, first of all, I pay my debts. Uh, secondly, He's gonna be the one that's paying, so go ahead and bring it on. Fucking Mike White.
0: Mike White, why'd you say Mike White?
1: I said fucking Mike White. <laughs> he's
0: he's not Western playing. Kentucky. Western Kentucky,
1: bitch. Oh, Western Kentucky.
0: You, have you paid the hundred dollars?
1: Yeah, he yeah, paid. I paid him. I paid him.
0: There was a debacle. That's what. There, I was <laughs> I froze, just... Nick. You
1: froze. I also, I also, I also paid a th- a serv- hundred dollar service fee to Venmo because no. I thought E had, I, I thought E had, you know, dope apps.
0: Nah, dude, he was. Th- no. <laughs> Apparently,
1: I had to pay through, you know, cardboard box. I had to send him a Western Union telegram on a pony for him to get it.
0: Eric uses a Walkman still, bro. Yeah, you can't be using. No doubt. Third, you can't use third-party apps, dog.
1: Oh my god, those track your information.
2: Don't you know that?
0: Nah, bro. He buys the CDs at at fucking Fye like everyone else.
2: Kicking it old school. Anyway, yeah, I'll take that bet with Nevada. That's
1: good to hear because you really had no other option.
0: Yeah, I was just like, if you said no to that, like. <laughs> I, I, I,
1: I'd like, oh, yeah. I like i love how I love how you have the illusion of free will that's always good
0: yeah you're like rest of America
1: oh oh Uh-oh, Jermaine's drink, uh, drinking too much he's talking about the future of America all right Whoa. let's wrap it up let's wrap it up everybody this has been episode 85
0: all right I'm gonna close in Chinese for those of
1: you for, for for 50 years from now when <laughs> our Chinese overlords are listening to this this historical record.
0: God, I wish I knew Chinese. (laughs) Anyways. uh, Ni hao ma to you. As always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room 303. Um, You know, like, listen, subscribe, comment, tell us we're dipshits. We appreciate all the feedback. We're not one of those people who are going to get upset if you don't agree with us. So we'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.